Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello and welcome in listeners only to the all audio Friday edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of ASMR. Uh, also joining us still in San Diego. I didn't do a good job of that. Uh, still in San Diego is the one and only Jesse Friedman. Are you coming back to us, Jesse? You know, I might. I might come back to you. Wow. Although it, it sounds like with Sean and Jacob both hopping on several shows this week, I'm kind of wondering how much I'm really needed. Yeah, uh, and I am I also, wondering that too. I'm also in, enjoying Southern California and looking at the ocean and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, find me an ocean and I'll come back to Arizona. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Opening day isn't that far away. Just stay out there and go to the Dodgers versus the D-backs once that happens. And then you can keep covering baseball out there. So uh, if, you, if you like it so much, I suppose, uh, this show is brought to you, whether Jesse is here or not, by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Jesse, the Diamondbacks still stay plugged in to some rumors, to some guys that are free agents out there. Uh, it's it's kind of it's going down on tiers a little bit, like it was kind of some tier A, uh, tier S, if you will, talent. Uh, and now we're taking a look at maybe Evan Longoria once again, or maybe Justin Turner to the Arizona Diamondbacks. What are your thoughts on either of those guys joining the organization? Well, first of all, they're old. <laughs> uh, Justin Turner is 38. Facts, <laughs> Facts right? There's, there's no, no getting around that. Justin Turner is 38. Evan Longoria is 37. And, and for Longoria, it kind of sounds like, based on what he said in the past, that this is maybe kind of a ride into the sunset sort of a sort of a year for him where he's looking to come back for one more season um, you know, with potentially uh, originally it was just the Giants raising Diamondbacks. Now it seems like there are other teams interested. Um, he has voiced at some point that he would like to go to a contending team. So I don't know exactly whether he puts the Diamondbacks in that category, but fact that, you know, he's lived in Scottsdale or at least had a home in Scottsdale for a number of years uh, might make him more likely to come to Arizona regardless. But yeah, I know a lot of people, with with Justin Turner, just kind of seeing the discourse around Twitter and and how Diamondbacks fans are feeling about this, um, it, it seems like the fact that he's sort of been a staple of the Los Angeles Dodgers for nine years. Like I I do sense the Diamondbacks fans are pretty on edge about that. Taking a guy who not just that he played for the Dodgers for a couple of years, like no, he is like when you think of the Los Angeles Dodgers, I think Justin Turner is one of the first names, not the first name, probably Clayton Kershaw would be that, but one of the first names that you think of uh, when you, when you think of the Dodgers and all the success that they've had over the last number of years. So uh, yeah, he's still good. I mean, that's the thing, right? He, at, at age 37 this past year, 
He hit 278, 350 on base, 438 slugging percentage. According to Fangraphs, he was about a two and a half war player. He played 128 games. He's still good. And, and the fact that he's 38 years old, I understand there's some hesitation there, but this guy is aged about as well as you could possibly imagine. And I don't think there's necessarily any reason to think that if he came to the Diamondbacks next year, you know, he would suddenly just drop off a cliff. He, he really hasn't shown any signs of doing that so far. I'm going to give you one more reason why he would be a good fit with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Jesse, you ready to ready to hear his career numbers at Chase Field? Oh, in 70 games, he is, has a 311 batting average. Is slashing 311, 385, 530 with a 915 OPS, wow. 10 home runs, and 44 RBI. Wow. There you go. Not not a bad not a bad uh I'd say less than a half of a season uh in his career at Chase Field. So, I'm okay with that guy coming here and putting up those numbers. In fact, outside of Coors Field and a couple of other stadiums that he doesn't really play at quite often like uh Progressive Field against Cleveland uh and a couple of other play parks that he's maybe played a handful of games at, uh he has one of his best batting averages against the Arizona Diamondbacks at Chase Field. So, uh, not, not a bad thing to have that man, uh, that menace, that redheaded menace, uh, gritty, AKA gritty running around our baseball field. Of course, uh, howler took exception today to my <laughs> meme that I put out where it was gritty in a diamondbacks uniform. And I am, uh, I have no apologies to howler. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I actually just find it fascinating that the diamondbacks still are linked to some of the names that they're linked to including obviously I, I mean i don't even think that they actually have to be talking about him or to him or be in negotiations with him in any way but dansby swanson's name keeps coming up uh for the arizona diamondbacks it almost feels like oh because they missed out on xander bogarts now they're going to go after the next highest price uh shortstop available on the market which uh i i, I don't foresee happening jesse no, I don't either. Are you talking about the video, the the all city video that we recorded the other day about this? No, this not just topic? that. <laughs> not just that. I mean, there are multiple. I've seen his name linked multiple. Like the Diamondbacks might be interested. And again, there's no there's no concrete evidence to this. It kind yeah, of is like the Xander like Bogarts a, thing. Yeah, it's you know, like it, if if you were interested in Xander Bogarts and he's gone, like maybe you would also be interested in Dansby Swanson. Right. Yeah, that's a what guy, we talked a, about. A guy that was formerly in your organization and a guy that, of course, would be uh, it would be great to have him come back. I just don't know if people would be thrilled for the Diamondbacks to have to now pay Swanson what they're going to have to pay him in order to acquire his services, uh, in order to have him be part of this team. Yeah, I was listening to the athletic baseball show uh, last night, and I thought, you know, Saris made a great point regarding Swanson in particular because of how much the market has been driven up and it has been driven up just an insane amount, especially with the Xander Bogart deal. Dansby Swanson is a point where he's going to get $200 million at least. He like, absolutely I, I just, is. I just Correct. don't see a scenario where Dansby Swanson doesn't get that given how many teams are still interested um, in, in a shortstop. And the problem with that is that Dansby Swanson, historically, if you look at his career as a whole, he's not, he has not been that good of a player. If I, if I'm just being totally honest, he was great this past year. I don't want to take anything away from that. But if you look at the years before that Dansby Swanson doesn't have Xander Bogart's track record, 
He doesn't have Carlos Correa's track record. He doesn't have Trey Turner's track record. He has this past year, which was great, and and flashes of brilliance before that. And and you need to be really, really careful about giving a guy like that two hundred plus million dollars because the point that Eno made was that 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 kind of mid tier of the free agent market tends to be where the worst moves happen, right? Like you go get Eric Hosmer, for example, what the Padres did, right? Good player, like solid right. player. But the right. problem is as he ages, you eventually get to the point where that slightly above average player is actually well below average and is no longer really playable. Whereas a guy like Carlos Correa or Aaron Judge or potentially even Xander Bogarts, you know, you get five, six, seven years down the road, they're probably not going to be the same player they were, but they're probably still going to be useful. Whereas with a guy like Dansby Swanson, I know he's younger and I know there still might be some untapped potential there, but you're taking a big risk because there just isn't the same track record of performance here as there is with some of those other guys. Jesse, you have a piece up at gophnx.com that you wrote with our friend Ryan Herrera from the CHGO side of things. And uh, did you want to talk a little bit more about uh, a return to normalcy within the MLB community? Yeah, I have to give Ryan Herrera the bulk of the credit on this one. You know, the the headline, the byline technically says Ryan Herrera and Jesse Friedman, but we're talking about 97% Ryan Herrera and about (laughs) 3% me. So I want to make that abundantly clear. But uh, but yeah, we basically, me, Ryan and Patrick, uh, Ryan Herrera from CHGO, Patrick Lyons from DNBR, we were all out at the winter meetings together this past week. And we all were kind of collecting quotes about, you know, what is it like being back at the winter meetings? We haven't had an in-person winter meeting since 2019. It was canceled in 2020 because of the pandemic. And then in 2021, I guess it wasn't canceled. I think it was just held virtually, which effectively, I mean, for, for all intents and purposes, really sort of means it was canceled. And then last year we had the lockout. And so there, there was no winter meetings then as well. So, so yeah, it was just interesting uh, kind of hearing what different um, you know, other members of the media and what some of the uh, front office executives around the game had to say about being back together. And yeah, the overall consensus is like winter meetings is is great. It's sort of like a, a celebration of baseball is how some of them described it. And that was definitely the vibe that I got being there. Um, although Mike Hazen did joke, which I, I think I might have mentioned on the show the other day that like, even though we are here in person, we're still like, you know, we're still texting and, and calling each other on the phone. We're not, we're not necessarily actually taking advantage of the in-person, <laughs> of the in-person factor there. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But he did say that, you know, it's still good to catch up with people in the industry that you don't see much. And I'm sure there was still some of that face-to-face time. Well, make sure to check out that article over at gophnx.com. And if you haven't done so already, grab yourself a D-backs diehard membership. I'm not calling it a PHNX diehards membership. This is a D-backs diehard membership over at PHNX. Not only will you get your free merch from the phnxlocker.com every single year as a diehard member, you get wonderful discounts over at the phnxlocker.com, 20% off, members only exclusive merchandise. And also you'll get discounts coming up soon at a lot of our partners as well. So that's going to cross over and you're going to have an opportunity to uh, get yourself uh, some discounts outside of PHNX as well. We got our diehards only discord lounge as well as our events, uh, private events for discord members only. And of course, Jesse's wonderful articles, uh, some of which are for diehards only. And that diehard only newsletter uh, is something that you can only get as a diehard member. So make sure to sign up 
And of course, if you haven't done so already, go over to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, sign up for notifications, subscribe, do all that stuff. Uh, also, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, we thank you guys for being here. We thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already and leave us a review. We always love the feedback. Uh, and Jesse, things are heating up in the free agency market. Uh, I guess uh, here's what I will say is the, the the free agency market and the direction that that the value of certain players ha- have has gone uh, really is benefiting the Arizona Diamondbacks. And the reason why I say that is because the last, I guess, big name center fielder that was available in free agency is now off the board. Brandon yeah. Nimmo resigns with the New York Mets. Eight years, $162 million contract. So much money being given around the league to some of these players. So many years on these contracts as well. I will say that uh, it, considering that the Diamondbacks have a surplus of not just outfielders, but center fielders, and they are kind of scarce in baseball, all of this does bode well for their potential trade candidates uh, for potential trades to come up. One thing John Heyman said is one ramification of the free agent frenzy. The trade market is dead, at least for today. Teams obviously would rather spend money than give up players. Good sign for the health of baseball, but again, also a good sign for the Diamondbacks that there aren't a lot of trades going on because I feel like if they do decide to trade one of their young outfielders specifically, they're going to get a lot in in value back for them. Nick Picoro of the uh, Arizona Republic reported yesterday that as many as 10 teams, so about a third of the league, has reached out to the Diamondbacks um, about their outfielders. And and a couple of them, I think, might have reached out pretty recently, like just within the last couple of days. So, yeah, I agree. I think there is really a window of opportunity here for the Diamondbacks. And we've said it a, a number of times on this podcast. If you need a center fielder, like a starting caliber center fielder, if you don't get Brandon Nimmo, you're you're sort of in trouble. Like there's not that many other options out there. Um, at this point, you're sort of left to the trade market. I mean, unless you believe that, you know, a Kevin Kiermaier, you know, is a starting level center fielder, which which most teams probably don't. And so, yeah, the Diamondbacks, I think, have what a lot of teams are looking for. And they're in a good position now. I think it's reasonable to say that some of those trade discussions might escalate a little bit now that Nimmo is officially off the market. One player that the Diamondbacks have been linked to that we've discussed is Oakland Athletics catcher Sean Murphy. Yeah. And something that's uh, that was interesting that came out was that the St. Louis Cardinals were apparently in contact with the Oakland A's about a trade for Murphy. And according to Derek Gould of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, the Athletics sought a return of outfielder Lars Newtbar Gold Glove winner Brandon Donovan and a power young pitcher like Gordon Grasefo in exchange for Murphy and three years of control, according to a source with knowledge of the talks. That seems like just a absurd ask for a player. And don't get me wrong, I I tip my cap to the Oakland A's who really aren't in a position that they uh, where, where they need to trade Murphy, right? So you might as well ask for the world. I feel like it's a position similar to the Arizona Diamondbacks who don't need to trade any of their young outfielders so they can also ask for the world from another team that potentially wants to engage in trade negotiations. Yeah, I had some fun the other day and threw that that trade into 
Uh, I think it's baseballtradevalues.com. It's it's like the equivalent of the NBA trade machine, uh, but for baseball, I feel like the NBA ones is sort of everyone knows about if you're if you're an NBA fan. But uh, but yeah, the, the trade was not close. Uh, it was incredibly <laughs> lopsided. Um, I think it, if it had been if it had been one of Brandon Donovan uh, or Lars Newbar in addition to um, Graceffo, the, the young the young uh, power arm. I think that, according to the trade machine, would have been pretty even. But instead, the A's are asking for both Newtbar uh, and Donovan in that deal. So, yeah, I mean, for the Diamondbacks, this would be sort of the equivalent of, like, Alec Thomas. I, I, I don't think I'd go so far as to say Alec Thomas plus Jake McCarthy plus a minor leaguer, but it's not that far away. I mean, Lars Newtbar and Brennan Donovan are already established major leaguers you know, who both were worth about two to three war last year, which is about what Alec Thomas and Jake McCarthy are projected for moving forward. So it, honestly, the more I talk about it, it is sort of like asking the Diamondbacks for both Alec Thomas and Jake McCarthy, plus potentially one more, you know, lower level pitching prospect or something like that. And there's no question the Diamondbacks would scoff at that. There's no way they would possibly consider a, a deal of that magnitude. When you look at some of the big free agency moves that were made, I feel like the Wilson Contreras deal is going to be one of the uh, best moves that was made this offseason. I say that for a number of reasons, but when you look at the deal, five years, $87.5 million for Wilson Contreras, yeah. that seems cheap now by comparison to some of these deals that we've seen given to shortstops and outfielders. I know Contreras is older, but he's still just such a quality catcher. He brings such a different dynamic to your team. Not to mention that the St. Louis Cardinals stole him away from the Chicago Cubs, which has to yeah. <laughs> just add such an a, an additional level of pain to this for Cubs fans that I, I can't even describe. You know, like, I, I, I can't even... I, there's not a player that I can compare Wilson Contreras to other than, like, if Paul Goldschmidt would have been picked up by the Dodgers, like that's the only other thing I can kind of compare. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying Contreras going to the St. Louis Cardinals is on that, on that similar level. When you talk about fan bases uh, that the, that the Cubs don't like and uh, players that their, their fan base truly loved Wilson Contreras was, was it man. I mean, the Cubs fans have lost a lot over the last seven years. So I mean, I think they're used to seeing their favorites go away now, but this still has to hurt. I was talking about this with Ryan Herrera of uh, of CHGO. I mean, he covers the Cubs full time, right? And I was like, is this is this as bad as I feel like it would be? Like one of your big name players going to your biggest rival on the planet? And he basically said, yeah, like this is yeah. sort of a nightmare. <laughs> this is sort of a nightmare outcome for Cubs fans. It is yeah. interesting that it sounds like the Cubs just didn't really like Contreras wanted to come back to the Cubs, but the Cubs didn't want Contreras to come back. Essentially, is is sort of my understanding of the situation. That's wild. Um, but yeah, I I also felt the same way. Like like we're gonna give Xander Bogarts eleven and two hundred and eighty million, but Wilson Contreras, who who's like his offensive numbers, just in terms of the hitter that Wilson Contreras is, almost identical to Xander Bogarts in a lot of ways in terms of like his OPS, his OPS plus. Right. Very right. similar offensively to Xander Bogarts. Um, I guess Wilson Contreras, I mean, they're almost exactly the same age too. Wilson Contreras is 30 years old, maybe a little bit older, but but very, very close to Bogarts. It is pretty wild that, that Contreras gets 87.5 million over five years, 
Bogarts gets 280 million over 11 years. Uh, but I think the big factor there is that teams have doubts about Wilson Contreras' ability to catch. I don't think teams are really high on him defensively. Uh, apparently the Astros sort of tried in, in their negotiations. They were also one of the teams that were interested. They basically said like, Hey, we're interested in having Contreras play left field and DH for us. Uh, but you probably as an attempt to kind of drive down the price and say, Hey, we don't, we don't really believe in this guy's ability to catch. Um, but and by all indications, I think he is going to catch in St. Louis. They seem to have enough faith in him to be able to do that. But heck, even if he doesn't just getting that quality of a bat, you know, at that price is, seems to be a pretty darn good move for St. Louis. Jesse, did you get me anything for Christmas yet? Did you bring, are you bringing me any, anything home from San Diego for, as a present? I, was I, I don't, I don't do my Christmas shopping until Christmas Eve. We've you told been me this. Over this. You're a yeah. psychopath. That's absolutely right. I don't, I don't even understand <laughs> how people like you do it, but of course uh, there's plenty of time for you to still get me something and, and you could stop by four peaks, no matter how late. It is that you have to do it uh, and and grab me one of those limited supply uh, December advent calendar boxes. I know we're behind a bit. It just means that I have to drink nine, 10 beers right now out of the box for $55. You can enjoy specialty beers, tall boys and more. Uh, get it for your loved one, but realistically, just get it for yourself. Purchase at their 8th Street Pub in Tempe and make sure to check out all of the World Cup games down there. There's no place better to watch the World Cup games. And also uh, they have wonderful beers. And if you can't get down there to the 8th Street Pub to try them out, make sure to grab some of the Four Peaks Brewing Company beers at your local grocery store or wherever you get your beers. Uh, and enjoy responsibly. 21 and over only on that. Uh, and also, Jesse, I'm so excited. We had such a fun time the other day, uh, or not the other day, but the couple of times we've gone out to Octane Raceway and Mavericks. It is uh, such a blast. And of course, it is the only full-time indoor outdoor uh, track in the United States. I did not, didn't even know that until they told us that. And the food is incredible. I, I couldn't stop talking about the uh, burger I had there too. Yeah. And everybody yeah. that would listen. I, I mean, like, I look, I'm not going to knock. This place is incredible. It's an incredible facility, video games, bowling, so much, everything you want to do. It's a great place for birthday parties to go hang out with your friends pretty much for any event where you want to have a good time. But like, I don't know, I guess I don't expect a lot from like a bowling alley or, you know, a, a, a raceway, a, a go-kart track to provide on a, on an elite level of food. And I'm not, I'm not, this is not hyperbole when I say this, because just Jess, Jesse can attest to this. I've said this around him at least five times. It was one of the best burgers I've ever had. Like it was yeah. such an incredibly good burger. So I make will, sure to I check out that the uh, the sweet potato fries were oh were on next level. Point. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely. Really so not not just a great time, but also great food. So make sure to check out Mavericks twenty two bowling lades, eighty five arcade games, a state of the art laser tag arena, billboard tables, dozens of four K televisions, so much more. Five thousand square foot restaurant and bar featuring a chef curated menu craft beers, custom cocktails, daily specials every single day. This weekend, tonight, you can get trivia night, rotating drink specials from 8 to 10. This weekend, get 50% off signature bowling before noon. So make sure to go out, say say you, say you say hello from your friends at PHNX and, and have yourself a good time. We are so excited to welcome Octane Raceway Mavericks to the PHNX family. You've seen us having fun out there. Now come check it out for yourself. And honestly, again, this is 
I gotta, I gotta tip my cap to the fact that we continue to work with some amazing partners, uh, and and we're spoiled because we get to go hang out at wonderful places like Octane Raceway and Mavericks and claim that we are quote unquote working. Ha ha! Uh, it's the best, but so much fun we've been having, and uh, you guys gotta check it out for yourself. Uh, but speaking of fun, this guy over here, I know, I know his fun has come to an end. I know he's coming back to Phoenix eventually, but. Uh, Jesse had some fun adventures at the winter meetings. And like you said earlier, a lot of this is because these things haven't been going on. You know, it's, it is part of the baseball world that's missed. And, uh, even though people don't actually speak in person anymore, they don't go knock on a door and have a conversation and a cup of coffee. It's still great to have, uh, everybody back, back together. And, and I'm, I'm interested to hear about some of the fun you had with those scamps from DNVR and CHGO. Uh, out there at the winter meetings. Yeah, it, it was, uh, I, I felt like I was like back in college or something, you know, yeah. we're staying at this Airbnb, <laughs> yeah. it's the three of us and, you know, we're staying up until, you know, two in the morning, pretty much every night. And, you know, we have all this writing to do, you know, that we're trying to like get done for the following morning, but we're like, what's really the difference between starting this at 11 PM and starting this from at 2 AM, you know, we're, we're going to be at, we're going to be up basically the whole night anyway. Uh, so lots of, lots of just fun late night shenanigans, just getting to hang out and, um, enjoy ourselves at the Airbnb. Uh, but yeah, I will say that, uh, Ryan Herrera managed to, uh, bump his knee on like four different things on one day. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to say that Ryan Herrera uh, is clumsy because I'm one of the clumsiest <laughs> people I know. Um, but it was fun. It was like the rest of the time he was fine, but he just like bumped. I think he was like into the bathtub or something like that. Like we just hear this like screech in the bathroom and Ryan Herrera is just like pounded his knee into the to like the uh, bathtub apparently um but yeah no it was it was fantastic and i mean the winter meetings itself is just like like i said before it's like the celebration of baseball where everyone there is a baseball nut and everyone wants to talk about baseball and i feel like i haven't thought about anything but baseball in in five days which is really about the best thing ever um so yeah i mean it's hard to ask for for more than you know talking about baseball at all hours of the day Plus being in San Diego, you know, at, at this Bayfront hotel, it, it was a Jesse, really amazing Jesse died and went to heaven, basically. Is I did. I like, did. And that, that's little... why I'm still a little hesitant about coming back to Phoenix. But I get uh... it. I get it. Money's going <laughs> to run out eventually, though. I hate to tell you that. Uh, and your little uh, Jeff Passan, Ken Rosenthal angels that you see in your dream, they're, uh, they're not a real thing. But you did get to spend some time around the real versions of those guys. And I know that you have actually a. Uh, uh, a pretty interesting piece coming up uh, based on some conversations you had at the winter meetings. I don't, I don't want to give it away just yet, but yeah, I, I am working on a story, um, a written story that I think will be really fun. Not, not for release this week. It'll, it'll take a little while. There are a few more things that I need. Um, but yeah, I spoke with Jason Stark, right? Hall of, Hall of fame, baseball writer uh, writes for the athletic. One of the best baseball writers in the country on the planet, really. Um, and then, yeah, I spoke with Ken Rosenthal. I have some quotes from Ken Rosenthal that you'll definitely see in this piece. I did speak with Jeff Passan, although I had to wait for about an hour and a half. I'm pretty sure it was. He's a popular just, dude. He's a popular dude. He is a popular dude. And, and not only that, but you know, he's got all of his ESPN compadres. There's like six of them there. They're all, they're all chatting it up for a while. 
but I was patient and uh, eventually I was able to, to have a conversation with him. Funny story, I actually interviewed Jeff Passan on my podcast when I was like uh, 16 years old or, or something like that. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, of course he didn't remember, uh, Jeff Pass. Right. He, he's was, done, he's done more than a few interviews. Uh, I was going to say, last, especially uh, with 16 year old baseball writers, I'm sure he gets those yeah. all the time, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but it was funny <laughs> just getting to approach him and be like, Hey, you were on my show. Like back in, you know, this is back when, back in his Yahoo sports days, he was still one of the bigger baseball writers, but he yeah. wasn't nearly yeah. to the level that he is now where he's basically the most respected baseball journalist one of the most respected baseball journalists in the country at this point um but yeah he he'll was also great. he'll also come for your head if you try to if you try to attack him or undermine him in any way so like that's the other thing true is <laughs> jeff passan isn't uh john Heyman, and that's no knock to john Heyman. but john Heyman, uh he takes he takes his lumps when it comes to twitter you don't want to mess with jeff jeff passan when it comes to twitter that's for sure the the thing i have going for me is that i'm not short and i feel like most of most of jeff passan's like insulting comments on twitter uh are are with regard yeah. to people who are a little yeah. bit shorter he likes to give yeah. talking jake in particular a very hard time about uh-huh. his height so i feel like i'm a little bit insulated from some of those things given that i'm about six one um, right. And I'm also taller than Jeff Passan, so he he really has no outlet of possibly making short jokes about me. Um, you could nail so. you could nail him with one, is what I'm thinking. I could, I could. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know if I don't know if we're quite at the level where I'm going to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, thrusting insults his way just yet. But <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll see. We'll see how the how the relationship develops over time. Who drew the biggest crowd? Was it Scott Boris or Jeff Passan? Um, well, I mean, I mean, it's different, right? Like Scott Boris is, is a media target, like all the media, (laughs) I mean, they all descend upon him. Whereas Jeff Passan is just, you know, he's, he's one of the members of the media. There's not like 80 people like surrounding him with like, you know, trying to, yeah, trying to get their microphone (laughs) as close to like, no, he's popular, but just because people want to say hi and whatnot. Um, but yeah, was Scott, Scott, no, Boris, wait, was Scott, was Scott Boris the biggest scrum that they had or, uh, Scott Boris, Manfred? I don't, I don't understand why they refuse to put Scott Boris in a press conference room yeah, with a with microphone, microphone. Yeah. where we can all just sit down and all get good audio and actually hear what he's saying. I spent about 20 minutes as I think I described on the show the other day, like holding my arm out there as far as I possibly could, trying to get my my uh, phone recorder as close to him as possible. And when all was said and done, Derek, we played this audio back, and you you can pick out occasional words, but you can't really tell yeah, what the yeah. man is saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I don't. Is it is it because he doesn't work for baseball? I mean, is that do you think that's the reason why? Because it's an actual MLB event, and he's not an yeah. MLB employee in any way. Yeah, that probably has something to do with it. I mean, he's an agent and like, you know, the the winter meetings is is an event for everyone. There's agents everywhere, sure. but it's not like like not in an official sense necessarily. Like the agents yeah. are there, but the event is not trying to like highlight the it's not like we have a press conference right. with all the agents right. or anything. So It's uh, it's like so, when Scott Boris was here with Drew Jones, he went and sat up on the uh, you know, at the Right at the at the press conference table with Drew Jones, and that was that was a bit of a surprise to me because that's the first time I think I've ever seen that at Chase Field. To be honest, I I, I don't know in the past. I've maybe I've seen 
you know, I've seen Derek Hall down there. I've seen members of the front office, Mike Hazen. I've seen people like that sitting next to a, a young player or a new free agent acquisition or a trade acquisition. But I, I don't think I've ever seen an agent sit next to the player the way that I saw Boris do with Drew Jones at that that conference. And like you said, uh, they gave him a microphone so that we could just all ask him questions as well as as Jones and uh, it worked out nicely, right? It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't weird, but it definitely was unique. It's something that I haven't come across before. He's a very powerful person when it comes to baseball, and I do yeah. think that there is something to be said about you know making that media availability just for just for logistics purpose, just so that he doesn't all of a sudden take over a a big hallway like that or big you know area of the of the meetings like he did because the 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 screenshots and pictures and stuff were kind of crazy about how many people wanted to get in on it. But it, it, it honestly, he's one of the few guys that almost everybody that covers every team has questions for him because he most likely has a player that he represents on your yeah. team. Right. Right. That was the, I mean, that was the reason there were so many people there is because, you know, during this time where everyone's trying to figure out what free agents are going, where chances are, no matter what team you are, you have, there's some player that your team is potentially interested in that has Scott Boris as, as his agent. So yeah, I guess it, it just sort of comes with the territory, but I mean, you think about like how much power Scott Boris has in the game. Like I, I don't, I'm not that well versed in agents and other sports, but I'm not aware of another agent in any sport who has as much sway and as much power and as many big name clients as this man has. And, and you think about the fact that Scott Boris, I believe, at least like the baseline commission for agents is around 5%. So imagine being Scott Boris making 5% of Xander Bogart's contract of, you know, Steven Strasburg's contract that he signed a while back of Carlos Correa's contract, whatever that winds up being. The list goes, the list goes on and on and on and on. And he gets 5% of all of them. Um, But he's good at what he does. And there's a reason that there's that much demand to have him as your agent and you're you're not wrong there's a reason why we're sitting here scratching our head about what he got versus what other guys got right or what what his players got so uh i just i need you to get home it sounds like you're having too much fun there uh (laughs) we're having fun here so we have a we have a party coming up it's our first inaugural tea party jesse that's a that's a fun play on words, but it really is a blast. It's a fun event. We're going to be having a Suns watch party, uh, Suns versus the Timberwolves with the PHNX Suns crew. Uh, not only that, but it, you're going to have some discounts for diehard members uh, for foursomes if they want to play some golf. Unlimited range balls, rental clubs included. We're going to have that jumbo screen showing the Suns versus the Timberwolves. Uh, as Saul pointed out yesterday, there will be a free kids clinic for you to drop your kids off at and then go get drunk, as Saul said. Those are his words and not mine. I'm just putting it out there. But food and drink will be available for purchase, along with offerings from the PHNX Locker and our PHNX partners. Uh, there'll be heaters, hot chocolate, mini games, Jesse. We're just, it's going to be a blast. We're going to have a fun time out at the Dobson Ranch Golf Course. So make sure to come hang with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew, and your fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and so much more. Uh, so come hang out with us. We are going to be having a blast. So again, if you are a PHNX diehards member, uh, you'll get 20% off of this awesome event. So check the link in the description to reserve your spot now and of course if you haven't done so already make sure to download 
the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Of course, downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app not only helps us, but it helps yourself. You got to go make some money. I can't tell you, I can't tell you to go bet on the Suns, but I can tell you that there is a national NBA boost and you can get yourself down uh, on some winnings. Make sure to opt in for all of those winning boosts. Download the app now if you haven't done so already. Sign up with our promo code of PHNX. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and you will get $150 in free bets if they do instantly. That's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And before I let you go, make sure I know it's uh, I know I was giving Jesse a hard time. He waits until the last minute, but even if he waits until the last minute, uh, he can still get discounts over at more furniture with the holiday clearance event. So maybe 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 Jesse's playing 4D chess. I don't know. Maybe waiting might be the key because the holiday clearance event is happening at more furniture now up until Christmas Day and you can save up to 50% off. I need uh I, I I need some more Christmassy stuff, Jesse. I need that's the only thing. I got the presents under the tree, the tree's up, uh, but my my house is a little bit bare. So I think I might go check out what more furniture has to offer because they don't just have furniture, they have pictures. They have uh, paintings, they have wonderful artwork, they have all sorts of fun stuff, especially uh, holiday uh, swag for you to put around your house, make your house look more festive this holiday season. So check out morefurniture.com and check out their holiday clearance event. Oh boy. Well, I guess we got one more without you. Jesse is going to be still touring around California a bit, but he will be back on Tuesday on Monday. Make sure to join Faj and myself, and hopefully the MVP will be back in the house as well. We'll be answering your questions for another edition of mailbag Monday. Maybe Jesse, maybe something exciting happens between now and then probably happen five to 10 minutes after we're done recording, but you know, that's just the way things swing around here. A couple final things I want to mention. So we did get word earlier today that Zach gallon Uh, was one of the biggest beneficiaries of Major League Baseball's new pre-arbitration bonus pool. Um, So he's getting about a $1.7 million bonus, which is enormous for a guy who currently makes less than a million dollars a year. I mean, it's basically like it's basically like someone someone giving you a bonus that is equivalent to about 250% of your current salary. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty sick. I, I need that. I need that hol- hol- holiday bonus, Jesse. Let's hit up Saul Bookman and see if we can at least get a fraction <laughs> of that for a bonus. Yeah, wow. I I That's would personally I would take a 100% raise. Yeah, like, yes, I'm, I'm yes. not going to ask for I, that. I'm not much. greedy. Just like the D-backs <laughs> weren't trying to be greedy with the Rule 5 draft or with the with the draft uh, lottery. I'm not greedy. Oh man. So, let me ask you this. Is this potentially what the uh, eyes emoji tweet was from Zach Gallen earlier this week? Is that what the speculation that's, is? That's sort of what the speculation is. I I still don't know if I fully buy that because yeah, like, like that's not he, that's he not, knew he knew this was coming. Like the calculation right? is based off of your WAR. It's like some funky new WAR calculation that sure. Major League Baseball and the MLBPA came up with. He knew and he I'm was sure get. I'm sure Zach Gallon knows how to calculate it. I'm sure he already Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So he probably already knew that that this was coming. So I don't know. I, I still don't know for sure. Maybe it's as simple as that, but I, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily closing closing the book no, on that see, just yet. No, see, look at that. That's not, you don't do that. You don't, there are so many good, 
emojis to use. Is there not an emoji with like little dollar signs in the eyes and the tongue sticking out? Like, yes. that's what I'm using. If I get 250% of my yearly salary, I am using the, the eyes with the money signs and the tongue sticking <laughs> could, out. Could you, could you imagine though? If if like him using the eyeballs did cause a bit of a ruckus, if it Zach did. Allen had <laughs> tweeted out like like the money emoji, like <laughs> I cannot imagine it what, lit the internet on fire. <laughs> it genuinely would have lit the internet on fire. I don't know if Scott Boris uh, would have uh, would have encouraged him to do no, that. So. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. It's fun to speculate anyway, and it's fun to talk about baseball with the one and only Jesse Friedman. Get back here. Uh, these guys, they're they're troublemakers, Jesse. I, I can't stay did, on track did with Faj, these Did Faj really say yesterday after I after I was off the show that I have a projectable frame? He I did. believe I heard that. Project, and, and projectable frame. He did. I'm, I'm still not quite sure what to do with that. I That's information I didn't need. It really... <laughs> <laughs> really truly is but you know what you could do is you could tweet him and ask him a little bit more information about that uh he, i i would he'll, love he'll, i would love to have a projectable frame i yeah. have weighed the exact same amount yeah, since no, i was I a, a junior in high school that and sounds I, about right i guess i'm one of the lucky few who has a lot more difficulty gaining weight than keeping it off but oh, anyway shut up i hate you <laughs> anyway uh you're young and you're skinny i get it i hate you uh in the meantime you can ask jacob what he meant by that his twitter is at jacob underscore franklin four uh jesse is at jesse and friedman i am your captain at cap underscore caveman with a k uh our show is at phnx underscore dbacks but of course all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys again so much for joining us on this Friday edition of the show. Have a great weekend. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you for tuning in. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you have a projectable frame. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.